Hello and welcome to the Rugby Gods podcast. I'm John Keenan. No my harimai. Today is January 4th and now let's talk some rugby. Alright, well, Happy New Year's to you. I hope uh, 2021 is getting off to a good start. Uh, and I thought what I'd do today, um, as there is a bit of a down period uh, just in terms of the rugby that I like to follow, um, I thought I'd sort of try and map out maybe the first six months of 2021 uh, and the competitions that I'll be looking to sort of follow and comment and, you know, talk around uh, primarily on this podcast. So, uh, yeah, like basically I want to get into that. Um, it's pretty busy, or I'm certainly setting myself a fairly ambitious target of obviously producing kind of like one podcast a week, maybe even two uh, sometimes. Uh, obviously the occasional uh, blue sky thinking idea as well which uh, just basically isn't, um, you know, talking nuts and bolts rugby. Uh, It's talking more like bigger picture, you know, what if, what could, what should be uh, in the world of rugby. So, yeah, like definitely looking to get a podcast a week done, possibly two, uh, and, you know, we'll see how we go from there. Uh, And I thought, yeah, it would be a good exercise for myself, uh, but also for you lovely supporters and listeners Uh, if you were um, to be basically filled in um, on what it is that I'm going to try and do. Uh, I think it's also a good way of, um, you know, basically trying to give myself a bit of a target, uh, you know, set set a few goals and, you know, see if I can hit them over the next, uh, say, six months. So, yeah, what I want to do is just have a look at the different competitions pretty much in that first six months of 2021 uh, as of, you know, today, January 4th. Uh, obviously, a lot of things are subject to change, uh, you know, with coronavirus issues, etc., uh, COVID-19 uh, still running around in the world. Uh, but basically today, I'm just uh, using a number of official websites and Wikipedia uh, web pages, um, pretty much, you know, just to go through, you know, uh, an ideal scenario, i.e. basically none of these competitions uh, over the next six months are going to be affected by uh, the coronavirus or COVID nineteen. Uh, if that happens, well, you know, I'm uh, I'm not Notre- I'm not Nostradamus. Uh, you know, I can't really I can't really know what I don't know yet, right? So let's get into it and just be positive, and uh, let's just hope that this unfolds the way that it should uh, in twenty twenty one. So the first competition that I want to follow, I'm just going to go uh, initially in order, i.e., in order of uh, the date basically that the competition starts. I think that's the easiest way to do things. Uh, And then I'm going to come back and kind of break it down and go through the different competitions sort of one by one. So the uh, first competition getting underway in 2021 uh, that I want to follow uh, is the top league from Japan. Uh, So a starting date that I've found is the 16th of January. So that's only two weeks away, less than two weeks away uh, as I'm talking to you now, which is pretty exciting. Uh, so yeah, the, the Japanese top league should get underway uh, 16th of January and run through until the 8th of May. Uh, so that's the first competition that I'll be wanting to follow uh, in 2021. Um, the second competition getting underway will be the Six Nations. So the uh, you know, European International Six Nations. Uh, I don't think that needs too much more introduction uh, other than you know, what I've just said there. Uh, that will be getting underway on the 6th of February and running through to the 20th of March. So that'll be really exciting. Uh, you know, that's a really great tournament. It's got a lot of history um, and it's just, you know, pretty even, uh, pretty difficult for, you know, one or, you know, maybe one or two teams can be dominant for a year or two. But generally speaking, you know, um, over the course of, say, a World Cup cycle, four years, usually you get at least two, if not three, you know, different sort of contenders coming out of Europe, um, you know, like top dogs in Europe sort of thing. Uh, and, you know, the way it's shaping up, um, you know, England's looking pretty damn good. Uh, so is France. Uh, and, you know, it would, you'd be silly to write off the likes of Ireland and possibly even Wales uh, in that competition as well. So, yeah, that'll be pretty exciting. Uh, and that's getting underway early February. Uh, the third competition that I want to look at, um, it's almost there's almost sort of three competitions uh, to talk about, so it gets a little bit confusing, but I'm just going to go with start dates. 
so the third competition that I will be looking to follow uh, quite closely will be uh, Super Rugby AU. So that will be the second year of Super Rugby Australia, i.e. the five Australian teams playing each other in a double round uh, qualifying final or kind of like a playoff uh, and then final uh, to close it out. Uh, so that's going to run the Australian uh, Super Rugby, so Super Rugby AU, that will be running from the 19th of February through to the uh, 8th of May. So it's going to finish on the same weekend as the Japanese Top League, which is quite interesting. Um, you know, basically its uh, cousin or its brother, if you will, uh, is Super Rugby Aotearoa, uh, which will start a week later than Super Rugby AU. I believe that is because uh, Super Rugby Aotearoa, uh, the New Zealand conference or competition, uh, is just playing a double round and then a straight final between the top two teams. Uh, whereas uh, Super Rugby AU has retained its double round uh, playoff between two plays three and then final. So there's sort of an extra week uh, of competition there, an extra game uh, in the Super Rugby AU uh, setup. So yes, Super Rugby Aotearoa uh, from New Zealand will get underway a week later than the Australian competition. So it's going to start on the 26th of February and it will also run through until the 8th of May. Um, yeah, uh, and then moving on from there uh, into March, um, we've got Major League Rugby coming out of North America. Now, Major League Rugby is primarily America, but uh, it does, I believe, possess at least one Canadian team. So I'm just calling it like a North American competition, if you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, I'll be going back through these uh, individual competitions just to give a little bit more background to them for you. Uh, and I'll be giving some links as well to some official websites and to some Wikipedia pages. Uh, but Major League Rugby is slated to start um, the 20th of March and it's meant to run through until the 1st of August. I believe that's its uh, championship final. Uh, it will be on the 1st of August. It's a, a fairly long competition in the scheme of things. Uh, but, you know, obviously uh, North America slash America, uh, you know, many things up in the air there, not just about rugby, right? Uh, just about life in general. But I definitely do want to, you know, get on board and really like follow Major League Rugby this year in 2021. Uh, you know, God willing, if you will, or like, you know, coronavirus willing, if you will. Uh, I'd be really excited to see um, that competition, you know, just, you know, bed itself in uh, and, you know, play itself out with, uh, I believe it's something like 13 teams in the competition at present. Again, I'll come back to it a little bit later and get into some more of the details. Uh, and then the uh, final competition, just in terms of uh, start date, uh, that I'll be following in the first six months of 2021, uh, will be Super Rugby Trans-Tasman. Uh, Super Rugby Trans-Tasman will be uh, the combined uh, Super Rugby AU and Super Rugby Aotearoa sides. Um, they're basically going to combine and go cross-conference. Cross sorry, They're going to go cross-conference uh, and play each other uh, just in a single round so there's going to be um, you know, two home games for the New Zealand sides, two home games for the Australian sides, uh, and then round three will be a super round uh, to be played at one venue. So essentially it'll be like a round three neutral match, and then every other team or every, other, every team in the comp or every other team um, you know, gets two home, two away, and that's your five games. Uh, then there will be a sixth round, which will be a final weekend uh, basically against the two best teams or the two best records uh, from those 10 teams uh, after five rounds. So I like that. It's a nice little extension uh, to, you know, the Super Rugby AU, Super Rugby Aotearoa competitions. Um, you know, basically giving the teams, uh, well, I mean, what would you say? Uh, there's eight, eight games in a double round <clears throat> and then, you know, perhaps one or two finals uh, in the AU and Aotearoa competition. So you're looking at sort of nine or ten games there, possibly. Uh, then, you know, five, um, you know, Trans-Tasman rounds and then a possible final. So, yeah, and, you know, it's giving teams the opportunity to perhaps have 15, 16 home games, or sorry, 15, 16 regular season games and finals, uh, you know, in a season uh, pretty much ranging from uh, mid-February uh, through until sort of late June. 
So yeah, sorry, just with uh, Superbia Trans Tasman, that will be getting underway uh, the 14th of May, uh, a week after the end of Superbia AU and Superbia Aotearoa, and it will run through until the 19th of June. Uh, so it'll just give uh, a couple of weeks uh, before hopefully the Northern Hemisphere international teams uh, coming down to the Southern Hemisphere and touring. Uh, so yeah, in, in July. Uh, and obviously there'll be uh, a Lions tour, etc. Uh, in July between, um, you know, the best of uh, the British and Irish uh, and they'll be taking on South Africa, which obviously will be another fantastic, uh, you know, like series uh, to follow. But that will be in July, so it's a little bit outside of my, you know, six-month time frame here. So yeah, that's pretty much the competitions that I want to like want to be focusing on, or this podcast is pretty much going to be focusing on uh, in the next uh, six months, just by start date. Uh, if I was to rank them, I guess uh, maybe in terms of importance, uh, like to me, so i.e. importance to this podcast. Um, I'd have to say, you know, Super Rugby Aotearoa is going to be first and foremost there. Uh, Super Rugby AU uh, will be secondary, but also very interesting. Uh, and then, you know, Super Rugby Trans Tasman, which is, you know, the natural follow-on and the combination of those two uh, conferences to see, you know, how good or how bad are the Australian teams when they, you know, match up with the New Zealand teams. Um, you know, that's definitely going to be like the three competitions that I'll be following a lot uh, with this podcast. Uh, and then away from that, um, the Six Nations will be, uh, I guess, the next most important thing that I want to cover. Uh, again, it's uh, another passion of mine. You know, I've watched a lot of Six Nations over the years and I really enjoy the competition and, you know, it's high quality. Uh, and then I guess, you know, it's a couple of emerging leagues or emerging competitions uh, to finish out there, which is, you know, perhaps for a one-band band like myself at present, it might be a bridge too far, but I'm trying to be, uh, I don't know, I guess I'm just trying to be a little bit goal-orientated at the start of the year. And yeah, you know, I guess fifth, uh, ranked fifth, I guess, in importance there would be the Japanese top league. be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, and then I guess, you know, uh, Major League Rugby would also, you know, it's going to be there as well. I'm going to try my best, uh, you know, to, to keep in touch with that as well. So, yeah, uh, those are the competitions. Uh, and I guess maybe like a, a little bit of a ranking just in terms of, you know, how much interest do I have? How much passion do I have? How much knowledge do I have, I guess, uh, of the competitions? So yeah, I'm uh, going to make a little bit of a stop there. That's pretty much part one for this uh, podcast. I'll come back with a part two, and I think it will be pretty much focused on the Super Rugby side of things. Part two, 2021 Super Rugby. Okay, so this is a little bit of a complex part of the podcast, uh, trying to cover the Super Rugby AU season. Uh, the Super Rugby Aotearoa season and then the combined Super Rugby Trans-Tasman season and or tournament uh, at the conclusion of those two uh, seasons. So yeah, let's have a bit of a dive through it uh, and just try and give some context and set it up uh, for anybody out there who doesn't really know uh, you know what I'm talking about there or you know perhaps thinks Super Rugby is dead because you know uh, the Jaguares from Argentina are not in it anymore or have kind of you know disappeared unfortunately um, you know the, the four South African Super Rugby teams are now going to be playing you know up in Europe etc well Super Rugby is still alive and kicking uh, and the way that they're keeping it alive and keeping it very interesting uh, in my opinion is to have a double round Australian conference, a double round New Zealand conference, uh, finals to get an Australian winner, a New Zealand winner, and then all 10 teams from both conferences playing crossover matches um, for six rounds, sorry, for five rounds against each other, uh, with a sixth round to be basically, you know, two best records uh, in Super Rugby. Be that two Australian teams, or two New Zealand teams, or an Australian and New Zealand team. Uh, That will be determined, Uh, you know, that's to be decided. So yeah, let's get into it. We'll start with uh, Super Rugby AU season. So I'm just going to just have a really quick look at the top of the Wikipedia page, just kind of read through it and narrate it for you. 
uh, and I'll be posting quite a lot of links uh, in the show notes to this podcast so you know you can deep dive it a bit more yourself and go into each round who's playing who where they're playing all that kind of stuff but you know I'm not going to sit here and and do you know 20 30 40 minutes per competition if you know what I mean I've got sort of four five six competitions I want to have a look at uh, in this podcast so it's going to be a fairly quick or like a general squiz uh, with uh, you know quite a few links or at least a couple of links Wikipedia and official links that you can have a look at so yeah if we have a go to Wikipedia and just have a quick look at the entry uh, at the top it says the 2021 Super Rugby AU season is an upcoming professional club rugby union tournament organized by Rugby Australia a little bit wordy uh, announced on 11th of November 2020 the tournament will be the second season of Super Rugby AU featuring the same five teams from the inaugural 2020 season and will run from 19th February to 8th May 2021 the tournament will run parallel to New Zealand's 2021 Super Rugby Aotearoa season and Super Rugby Trans-Tasman will follow uh, the conclusion of both seasons. A crossover tournament featuring each Australian team playing each New Zealand team once, followed by a final. So, you know, hopefully uh, that's pretty much what I just told you as well. Uh, and like I said, uh, there should be some links in the show notes if you uh, want to have a look at this Wikipedia page. But it's got all the rounds, um, you know, basically it's got you know, the standings and all the rounds, blah, blah, blah. But there's, you know, not too much really to talk about uh, until, uh, you know, the action actually starts in February. Uh, something that I will do, though, uh, in January, uh, certainly early February at the latest, will be actually to go through the Super Rugby AU teams one by one, much like I did uh, for the Super Rugby Aotearoa squads uh, last year in December. So, yeah, um, I'll definitely be going through each team and having a look at who they've bought, who they've released, who's moved on, etc. Uh, and then basically just, you know, give my thoughts as to, you know, what squad looks good. You know, um, I'll obviously be interested in that um, just for competitive sake uh, inside of the competition that I'll be following, like Super Rugby AU. But I also obviously have, you know, one eye on Super Rugby Trans Tasman, uh, you know, featuring the New Zealand teams as well uh, later in the year in May. So it's going to be pretty good stuff. Uh, but yeah, definitely having a look at the Super Rugby AU uh, squads for 2021 sometime in January, perhaps uh, early February. So let's move it on uh, to the second uh, you know, competition slash conference of Super Rugby for 2021. It's the 2021 Super Rugby Aotearoa season. So again, I'm just going to read basically you know, the headline or like you know, the introduction uh, to the uh, Wikipedia page. Again, it's the same deal. They've got all the all the teams and the standings. They've got all the rounds, etc. Uh, in fact, they've even got um, the New Zealand squads uh, for reference as well at the bottom of this Wikipedia page. So uh, it's pretty good to go. Uh, if you have a look on the right-hand side of both Super Rugby AU and Super Rugby Aotearoa, uh, if you're on the wiki page, uh, there is a link that you can click through to the official website. It should be a pop-out link. Uh, that will take you basically to the Sansa official website as well. Um, so yeah, there you go. So let's have a look. Uh, the 2021 Super Rugby Aotearoa season is an upcoming professional rugby union tournament organised by New Zealand. Possibly the same person wrote this. Um, by New Zealand Rugby, sorry. Announced on 11th, 11th November 2020, the tournament will be the second season of Super Rugby Aotearoa featuring the five New Zealand Super Rugby sides and will run from 26 February to 8th May 2021. The tournament will run, will run parallel to Australia's 2021 Super Rugby AU season, and Super Rugby Trans-Tasman will follow uh, the conclusion of both seasons. A crossover tournament featuring Australian teams playing each New Zealand team once, followed by a final. So yeah, basically whoever kind of you know started up this page uh, for Super Rugby AU, Pretty much almost copied and pasted it and, and put it into a Super Rugby Aotearoa as well. Uh, I apologize about that. I probably should have read through that a little bit more before wasting your time there. Uh, but yeah, just one thing to note, uh, Super Rugby AU has yeah, 22 matches. Um, it has you know, everybody playing everybody in a double round, a qualifying final and a final. 
uh, whereas uh, Super Rugby Aotearoa, the New Zealand version, has 21 matches. It just has the everybody playing everybody in a double round and then a straight final between one and two. So that's the only difference there. And that will be the reason, uh, you know, why, um, you know, it'll be Super Rugby AU round one or Super Rugby um, AU round five, but it will be um, Super Rugby Aotearoa round four or, you know, etc. It's always going to be the uh, Aotearoa or New Zealand season is always going to be one round behind uh, Australia uh, in that respect. So yeah, uh, let's get on to the like, sort of third part or third prong there, which is probably the most uh, interesting part. Apologies, that's my old rusty computer having a little bit of a tantrum. Um, so this would have to be the most interesting part of Super Rugby for 2021. It's called Super Rugby Trans-Tasman. So let's have a bit of a read through this. So, because basically it's an extension of Super Rugby AU, Super Rugby Aotearoa, which were played last year in 2020, uh, and then Super Rugby Trans-Tasman, uh, it was kind of wanted, but wasn't actually able to be implemented uh, for a number of different reasons. So, yeah, let's read through what the Wikipedia page says there. Again, uh, there's an official site that you can link through to as well. Uh, so Super Rugby Trans-Tasman is an upcoming professional men's rugby union club competition. It will feature the five Super Rugby AU teams playing the five Super Rugby Aotearoa teams, followed by a final and will run from 14 May to 19th June 2021. Announced on 13th November, the competition will follow the 2021 Super Rugby AU season and the 2021 Super Rugby Aotearoa season, with the fixtures being confirmed on 14th December. Each team will host two home games, while round three will be a super round, with all the games being played at a single venue. The location of the super round is yet to be confirmed. Yeah, so basically, you know, two games at home, two games away, and then round three is going to be this crazy super round uh, of like five games in one city uh, over one weekend. So it'll be very interesting to see exactly where that's at. Um, and to be honest, uh, I have absolutely no idea uh, what their thinking is there um, because they are basically going for a sort of like, you know, two home, two away and a fifth game neutral. So it really does lend you to believe or think that they would want to take that kind of away from both Australia and New Zealand. Um, especially as, you know, if you look at Australia, I mean, you know, Perth is covered with the force. Uh, obviously, you know, Sydney's covered, Melbourne's covered, Brisbane's covered, um, you know, so all the major cities in Australia that play rugby or rugby league are covered, uh, and then obviously inside of New Zealand and, you know, Super Rugby in New Zealand, it's well and truly covered as well in terms of all the major markets or major centres, so it will be pretty interesting to see, like, where that third round neutral venue will be, um, but yeah, I mean, I guess they're probably going to market right now and seeing if, you know, they can make it work in a place like Singapore or, you know, maybe possibly even Hong Kong, although that's probably not a great option uh, for a couple of different reasons at present. Uh, but, you know, like Singapore could well be a good play, you know, get, get all 10 teams up to Singapore, um, you know, have five games in a fairly, you know, metropolitan, um, expatriate kind of, you know, uh, moneyed kind of place uh, in Southeast Asia could be a pretty good shout, pretty good weekend, um, you know, and and you know possibly they might be looking at somewhere in Japan as well. I guess um, it would be a pretty huge call to imagine that they would take it to the islands, like a place like Fiji. I don't really know if um, you know Suva would be up for hosting you know five games on one weekend, um, you know. So yeah, it'll be it'll be very interesting. Uh, but you know, hopefully. Um, they get some interest and they're able to take that on the road to a truly neutral venue. Uh, if it ends up, you know, being a third round uh, neutral venue or, you know, whatever they want to call it, super round, uh, and it's based in Sydney or something, seems like a little bit boring to me, to be honest. And, you know, maybe half the, half the teams could have had an extra home game um, if, if that is what they're planning on doing. But, you know, it would be good to see if they could you know, push it up to Singapore, get it into Southeast Asia, or, you know, possibly host it in a place like Suva in Fiji. Uh, could be pretty interesting. 
but yeah, I like the, I, I do like the idea. It's intriguing, you know, having a, a round three where everybody's going to play everybody essentially in one city, one weekend at a neutral venue. So again, um, with the uh, Wikipedia page here and the link through to the official site, uh, they've got all five rounds, uh, you know, telling you you know who's playing who and those rounds. Uh, they've even got the squads, or they've at least got the New Zealand squads uh, set up there as well. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I can really tell you for now. I think uh, I don't want to yeah go on too much more. Still got plenty of competitions to get through here, uh, but that will be a huge focus for me. So from sort of like mid February through to I guess you know mid to late June. Uh, this podcast is going to be heavily focused on Super Rugby AU, Super Rugby Aotearoa, and Super Rugby Trans Tasman, uh, and I think it's going to be you know pretty interesting stuff. Like I'm I'm thinking there's going to be some pretty high quality rugby uh, going on there uh, in those conferences or in those competitions. Part three, the Six Nations. So yeah, now we're going to have a look, uh, now we're away from uh, Super Rugby and all of that confusion, um, and now we're going to look at something that's got a fair amount of history behind it, uh, and it's just, you know, a real uh, jewel in the crown in terms of just, you know, rugby every year. Uh, you know, I'm a New Zealander, and I'm pretty Southern Hemisphere centric uh, with the rugby I follow and the rugby that I love, uh, but I do love the Six Nations Championship uh, coming out of Europe. Uh, it is always fun to watch. So let's get into the 2021 Six Nations Championship and uh, see what we've got. Um, again, using the, uh, a Wikipedia page, uh, which has an official website, click through or click out um, if you want. And again, hopefully these will be in my show notes. Uh, all I'm going to do here is have a really quick look, uh, uh, again, at the sort of the introduction, setting it up. Uh, and then I'll have a look through uh, probably some of the fixtures actually because obviously they've been announced already uh, and it could be quite interesting just to have a quick speculation as to you know a match of the round for each of the five rounds just you know have a quick squiz and, and eyeball it and uh, you know just shoot from the hip as such so yeah let's have a look uh, the 2021 Six Nations Championship known as the Guinness Six Nations for sponsorship reasons, will be the 22nd Six Nations Championship. Now, I've got to stop it there a little bit. It was obviously the five nations before that and the four nations even before that. Uh, and really, the history of this tournament goes back uh, well over 100 years, uh, you know, if you're a little bit new to rugby. So it's certainly older than 22 years or that, or what it's saying there, but just this itineration of having six teams Italy included, uh, makes it a little bit younger. Uh, maybe I'll just read on, uh, and I probably could have maybe shut up. So, yeah, let's just keep going. So, it will be the 22nd Six Nations Championship, the annual rugby union competition contested by the national teams of England, France, Ireland, Italy, Scotland, and Wales, and the 127th edition of the competition including all the tournaments, previous versions, as the Home Nations Championship and Five Nations Championship. So yeah, basically that's what I wanted to tell you. Uh, England entered the tournament as defending champions, having beaten Italy at the Stadio Olimpico on the final day of the 2020 tournament to top the table and win on points difference. Yeah, pretty interesting stuff. Uh, they lost to France in terms of their head-to-head -head match. Uh, you know, went through the five rounds, very convoluted, obviously 2020 uh, and the coronavirus, COVID-19 interrupted uh, the tournament in 2020 at the start of the year. They came back and finished it at the end of the year. Um, and basically, you know, England and France ended the tournament locked on points. And even though, like I just said, France beat England, uh, the rules uh, in this particular tournament is points differential over the five games. So England came out the winner. So yeah, um, let's get into the rounds though for uh, 2021. So the fixtures were announced on 20th of March 2019. So that's quite a long time ago. Along with the previous year's fixtures, as with 2020, no matches were scheduled on a Friday night and the final match of the tournament was scheduled for peak time. 
Okay, so let's have a look at round one. So we've got Italy at home to France, England at home to Scotland, and Wales at home to Ireland. That's your round one starting uh, 6th, 7th of February. So I think you'd have to say, um, you know, Wales at home to Ireland, that would have to be, uh, for me anyway, uh, you know, I am a neutral and I'm starting to get into deeper waters where I don't have as much knowledge as, say, New Zealand rugby, New Zealand Australian rugby, Southern Hemisphere rugby. So, you know, please, uh, you know, forgive me a little bit uh, if I make a few faux pas here. Uh, but for me, looking at that first round, Italy at home to France, not really too interested in that one. Uh, you know, England at home to Scotland, probably quite comfortable. And then Wales at home to Ireland, I think that would be your match of the rounds. You know, you'd, you'd kind of back Ireland, but it's Wales at home. So you'd have to say that really evens things up. It could be a very tasty uh, Sunday afternoon match, I believe. Uh, if we have a look at round two, uh, it's England at home to Italy. Scotland at home to Wales and Ireland at home to France. Uh, so again there I would say you know Ireland involved in another big match there. Uh, Ireland at home to France uh, for me uh, would be you know the big match of the round, the match of round two there, which again will be a second Sunday match uh, for the Irish. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's a very rejuvenated France. They looked very good in 2020, uh, but again it will be Ireland at home. So I think you're looking at a very, very competitive match there in round two. If we have a look at round three, uh, it's Italy at home to Ireland, Wales at home to England, and France at home to Scotland. Uh, so again, you know, I think it's kind of like business as usual. Ireland will, be, will do it pretty comfortably away against Italy. You'd probably think France will do it fairly comfortable at home against Scotland, although Scotland did beat them uh, in 2020, uh, which kind of ruined uh, their campaign and major reason why they lost uh, the Six Nations in 2020. Uh, but France at home to Scotland, you would think France. Uh, Ireland will do it home or away, uh, probably even with a man down uh, if needs be, uh, against Italy. Uh, so the match of the round there will be Wales at home to England and again you know Wales being at home just makes it that little bit more interesting I think um, you know than normal or you know than it could be uh, especially you know if it was at Twickenham maybe a little bit of a fate accompli but you know Wales at home they're going to be very dangerous in that round three fixture so I think that's my pick of the rounds uh, if we move on to round four uh, it'll be Italy at home to Wales for the second week in a row uh, England at home to France and Scotland at home to Ireland. Um, so yeah, you know, like obviously England at home to France, that's going to be a huge match. Uh, like I said, in 2020, uh, France beat England uh, to kick off the 2020 Six Nations. Uh, and then both teams were locked on points or competition points and were only split by points differential uh, to get a champion. So, you know, they've got to be your two front runners, uh, you know, France are the up-and-comer, uh, you know, England are sort of like the, the old the old firm or, you know, like the established master, if you will. Uh, but, you know, I think, you know, another year for some of those younger French players, uh, another year in the saddle, 2021 could well be, uh, you know, an incredibly great year uh, for French rugby, uh, a real renaissance. So, you know, that will be a huge match round for England at home to France, but I think that's going to be a massive match. Uh, also, Scotland at home to Ireland on the Sunday game, that could be pretty good too, um, especially if Ireland have dropped one or two games early on, uh, because like I said, you know, they're going to be involved, uh, they're going to play Wales away and then France at home, uh, you know, and if they lose a couple of those matches, uh, you know, then they're going to be a little bit off the boil, maybe a little bit off the pace, um, a little bit down, uh, and Scotland at home are always pretty nuggety. So, you know, that could well be a pretty good, you know, second contender or like, you know, very good second match of the round. But for round four, I think you're definitely going to say England at home to France. That's going to be a huge match. Uh, and then the final match, uh, the final round, sorry, final week, I guess, uh, round five, we'll see Scotland at home to Italy, uh, Ireland at home to England and France at home to Wales. Uh, so I think, you know, England's going to be involved in a couple of huge matches there. At home to France in round four, and then away to Ireland in round five. That's really going to test them. Uh, can they back up, you know, for two weeks back-to-back -back 
especially with that second week being away from home. It's going to be a pretty tough finish uh, to the Six Nations for them. Uh, and basically, you know, if they get through France at home and they're good enough to beat Ireland away, then, well, you'd have to say they're good enough to, uh, you know, they should probably win the Six Nations, right? So, you know, in that round five picks there, yeah, you'd definitely have to say Ireland at home to England. That's going to be a huge match and probably the one to watch. Uh, but also, you know, France at home to Wales could be a little bit interesting depending on how Wales are travelling. But you'd have to say France will probably be fairly comfortable at home in that one. So yeah, um, those are the games and those are just a few of my uh, match picks or round picks, I guess, uh, ones to watch. Uh, you know, so hopefully, you know, get on board the Six Nations, support it. It's just, it's a great tournament. There's always one or two upsets in there. It's one or two surprises. Uh, it's just a really good format as well. Um, so yeah, I'll just go back through that one more time and then I'm pretty much going to sign out of the Six Nations part of this, um, you know, sort of like first six months of 2021 overview podcast that I'm doing. Uh, but if I have a look at round one again, I'm going to say that uh, Wales at home to Ireland in the Sunday match, the Feb 7th match, that's the one to watch. In round two, I'm going to say uh, Ireland at home to France, uh, Feb 14th is the one to watch. Uh, in round three, I'm going to say uh, Wales at home to England, uh, Feb 27th match. Uh, round four, uh, England at home to France, uh, March 13th match. And then round five, uh, Ireland at home to England, uh, March 20th uh, to finish it out. Uh, second to last match, but uh, you know, the last round, basically the three games are played on the same day, i.e. March 20th, and they just play one after another after another, like quick succession. So that will be the second match of you know March 20th, uh, Ireland at home to England, probably the best one to, to finish out with. So yeah, uh, that's what I think. Uh, get into Six Nations, it's going to be an awesome tournament and I will definitely be, uh, you know, like sort of previewing for sure uh, the matches, maybe doing a little bit of a review of uh, some of the rounds as well. Probably won't get too into the players, etc. I think I'll mostly just preview the, the rounds uh, and sort of just keep it pretty much at a country level, like what country do I think is going to beat what country. Uh, if you want sort of like deeper, more analytical Six Nations information, I think there's probably hundreds if not thousands of, you know, um, you know pundits basically out there that can do that for you. Um, but if you are one of those, um, you know, sort of truly diehard um, Six Nations supporters, um, and there are many of them, uh, hey, please, like, shout out, get in touch with me, that'd be awesome, and, you know, I'd love uh, to ask you a few questions, and I'd love for you to ask me a few questions, uh, you know, maybe we can have a back and forth interview, uh, and you can, uh, you know, upskill me a little bit on, you know, Six Nations slash European Rugby. But yeah, really looking forward to that tournament uh, in February and March of 2021. Part 4, the Japanese Top League. So the 2021 Top League, uh, it's going to be getting underway. It's the first competition that I'm following that will be getting underway, uh, 16th of January. So we've only got about two weeks uh, until this gets underway. 16th of January through to the 8th of May. So, you know, pretty short, sharp and sweet. Uh, and let's get into it and have a look at uh, the Wikipedia page for the 2021 Top League uh, Japanese Rugby. Um, so yeah, the 2021 Top League will be the 18th season of Japan's top-tier domestic rugby union competition. Compared to previous seasons, the 2021 Top League season will be formatted differently in preparation for a new three-tier professional club competition that will begin in January 2021. I'm a little bit confused about that, you know, it's January 2021 now, so in preparation for January 2021 or perhaps January 2022, I'm not exactly sure if there's an error there. Anyways, I'll just keep reading on, uh, I'm just, again, just reading off the top of a Wikipedia page and you can find the official website in English uh, to the uh, Top League Japan if you want uh, from that website or from that wiki page. So this season will comprise of three stages that will include all 16 2021 top league teams 
and also the top four sides from the 2021 Top Challenge League. Wow, getting confusing already, right? Stage one will see the top league sides split into two conferences, two conferences of eight, I guess, whilst the top challenge league sides, which is like the second division, I guess, uh, play amongst themselves. Not sure how many of them there are. Stage two will see the 16 top league sides and the top four finishers of the 2021 top challenge league get split between four pools of five teams. Stage 3 will be concluded by the pool winners facing off in a semi-final and final playoff. Wow. So yeah, there you go. Uh, you may very well want to click on that link or click into the official uh, www.topleague.jp uh, website and look through that at least two or three more times. That sounds really, really confusing to me. Um, but I am going to do my best to follow the Japanese top league just because I'm very interested in, you know, I'm, I'm very interested in how Japan sort of starts to fit in to sort of an Eastern Hemisphere rugby, um, you know, world where I see, you know, Australia, New Zealand, the Pacific Islands and Japan uh, really kind of being some sort of like uh, ever closer kind of union, if you will, uh, around the Pacific. So, you know, I'm doing my bit fairly early here to, you know, try and get on top of the Japanese top league and, uh, you know, no pun intended, uh, and, you know, understand it a lot more than I have over the last sort of, say, five, ten years. Uh, but, yeah, just reading through that, uh, it seemed incredibly complicated to me. So, stage one, there's going to be a red conference of eight teams. There's going to be a white conference of eight teams. Um, doesn't really seem to matter... Uh, if you win all eight games or lose all eight games, you're going to be put into a pool A, B, C, D. Uh, and then there's going to be four, the top four Division Two teams from the top Challenge League are then going to be added to those pools A, B, C, D as well. Uh, and then that's what going to give you another four rounds of competition. So I guess you played eight rounds, sorry, seven rounds uh, in your two conferences. And then you're going to play another four rounds in your pools. Uh, and then you're going to have a playoff stage, which is the sort of like the stage three of the competition, where I guess you have to be top of pool to make a semi-final. I, you know, four pools, top of pool, that's your four semi-finalists. Uh, and then obviously there's semi-finals and finals from there. So that's not really a huge amount of games. Um, very interesting, yeah. I've got to say it's sort of the first time I've had a really serious look uh, at you know how Japan is structuring its rugby um, when you've got 16 professional top league teams not really sure if you know dividing them into two conferences of eight only getting seven games out of that uh, as far as I can tell uh, and then you know going into uh, almost like a World Cup sort of like a B C D kind of like you know group stage pool stage uh, it seems very convoluted. And then adding four more, like, B division teams to those 16, you know, professional teams. Um, it does it does seem to me that it's going to lend itself towards some pretty big mismatches. Um, and, yeah, you know, you're just not getting that many games. I mean, uh, if I've got that correct, that would be 11 uh, regular season games plus possibly one or two finals uh, if you're good enough. So that's a pretty short piece of work, um, just in terms of what you're doing. Uh, I guess something that I might not know there, though, um, is I wouldn't be surprised if they are playing some sort of like Japanese rugby um, FA Cup, if you will, where there might be a second competition running concurrently, where, where, where it might just be totally run on a knockout basis, and maybe it includes an even bigger number of teams, and, you know, maybe you have it open to to 64 or 32 teams I have no idea but you know you basically you're, you're just having knockout rugby basically to get like a second kind of cup or a second kind of champion or a second kind of tournament um, that might be something that they're doing as well but it's not referenced here because it's kind of outside of the top league uh, but they must have something like that because otherwise I feel like the season just doesn't quite have enough games in it <clears throat> but yeah, uh, maybe something for me to uh, continue to look into. Uh, and again, uh, if there's anybody out there 
are listening to this podcast and they have a lot more knowledge or they feel they have a lot more knowledge and uh, want to have a bit of a chit chat about uh, the Japanese top league in 2021 uh, and you know give me some advice upskill me and or you know just chuck out their comments they're passionate about it um, I'd love to hear from you as well uh, because yeah just as a quick squiz there it looks pretty confusing uh, and it probably doesn't need to be like that <laughs> would, would probably just be my would be my first thoughts uh, so let's have a look through the teams uh, so yeah let's go to the red conference so like I said there's a red conference and a white conference so I'm just going to have a quick squiz through here yeah I'll just go through and tell you the teams um, like they said there is 16 top league sides divided into a red conference and a white conference. So the red conference has Honda Heat, Kubota Spears, Mitsubishi, Sagamahara Dinobores. I'm, I'm going to like totally butcher some of this uh, Japanese verbiage. Like uh, my Chinese is not that good, but my Japanese is horrendous uh, or just non-existent. Uh, Munakata Sanex Blues. NTT Communication Shining Arcs. They don't exactly help themselves with some of these corporate names, though, either, do they? Uh, Suntory Sungoliath, Toshiba Brave Lupus, and Toyota Verblitz. So, just from the outside here, I know that um, Bowdoin Barrett will be playing for Suntory Sungoliath, so that's already something that I'm interested in in terms of following some of the Red Conference games. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that there's a number of uh, Super Rugby players, uh, New Zealand Super Rugby players, that have been picked up by Toyota Verblitz. Um, I, when I was going through the New Zealand squads and the comings and goings of the uh, Super Rugby Aotearoa squads for 2021, uh, Toyota Verblitz was probably the name or the club name that was mentioned the most. Uh, just it was just a number of signings, signings, signings going up there. So you know, just from the outside, with my very limited knowledge, uh, looking forward to seeing a few Suntory Sungoliath games with Bowden Barrett, uh, and also looking to probably follow Toyota Verblitz because they've got a number of uh, you know sort of mid-tier Super Rugby players that have pushed on up there uh, from the 2020 uh, you know Super Rugby Aotearoa squad. So yeah, let's have a look at the second conference, uh, the White Conference, and have a look at the teams that are in there. So we've got the Cannon Eagles, the Hino Red Dolphins, Cabelco Steelers, NEC Green Rockets, the NTT Docomo Red Hurricanes, the Panasonic Wild Knights, Rico Black Rams, and Yamaha Jubilo. Uh, so I believe Cabelco... Uh, in that white conference, Cabaco Steelers, that's who Dan Carter was playing for uh, in, I guess, 2019, 2019, 2020, before the season uh, was cancelled. Uh, and I'm pretty sure he won a title. He may well have won this top league, I believe, with Cabaco uh, back in 2019. Um, yeah, and then the NTT Docomo Red Hurricanes, uh, fittingly enough, uh, they, the Japanese Hurricanes, that is, or the Japanese Club Hurricanes, uh, they picked up TJ Perinara from my beloved uh, Wellington Hurricanes, or just the Hurricanes in New Zealand Super Rugby. So he's up there for a season as well. So yeah, um, probably again, a couple just from my very limited knowledge of Japanese, um, you know, top league. Uh, those would be, you know, perhaps two teams in each conference that I will be very interested in following from the outset. Uh, many of them I have very little to no idea uh, as to who plays for them and how good they are. But that's going to be part of this podcast and part of my uh, rugby journey for 2021 is finding out a little bit more about the Japanese top league. So yeah, so like I said, in the red conference there, uh, looking, I'm going to be definitely looking out for Suntory, the Suntory Sungoliath, uh, and Toyota Verblitz. Uh, just to for Bowden Barrett and the New Zealand Super Rugby players that Verblitz have picked up. Uh, and in the White Conference, I'll be following uh, the NTT Docomo Red Hurricanes for TJ Perinara uh, and uh, the Cabalco Steelers, which was Dan Carter's former team, and I believe they are the playthrough champions, uh, even though 2020 was essentially an aborted season. 
So yeah, pretty good stuff. Uh, definitely got a fair amount of work to do to um, just improve my knowledge, really, uh, of the top league. But yeah, like I said, I am very open to being, um, you know, corrected and or, you know, advice given uh, about it. So please, if you're listening to this and you've got a lot more to add about Japanese rugby, Japanese professional club rugby, then, you know, please uh, reach out and let's, let's talk. But yeah, uh, I will be following that. And I'll be looking forward to it uh, starting on the 16th of January, which is less than two weeks away as I do this podcast now. So, you know, certainly the first two or three weeks of this competition, it's pretty much going to be out there by itself. Uh, there won't be too much else going on uh, in the world, certainly not until uh, the Six Nations, when is Six Nations getting underway? Uh, that will be the 6th of February, which is uh, Waitangi Day, which is kind of like New Zealand's national holiday. Uh, so that's interesting. Uh, so yeah, I guess maybe the first sort of like three rounds of that tournament will be sort of like, you know, just Japan, you know, like the world or certainly the Southern Hemisphere rugby world will be pretty much watching, or I certainly will be. So yeah, it'll be good to see uh, how that unfolds. So yeah, thanks. Part 5. Major League Rugby, North America. Alright, so this will be the final part, hopefully, uh, of this fairly long and lengthy uh, podcast. Um, but it has been, you know, pretty good fun to just, you know, go through and tell you all the different, um, you know, rugby that I want to follow uh, in the world. You know, some of it coming obviously out of, you know, Australia, New Zealand, the Pacific, but some of it coming out of, you know, Europe, some of it coming out of Japan, uh, and now finishing up here with Major League Rugby coming out of North America, primarily America. But there is a competition, or sorry, there is a team in the competition from Canada as well. So yeah, again, let's have a quick look through. Uh, this is a pretty incomplete Wikipedia page. Uh, again, it does have a pop-out to the official website, majorleague.rugby. Uh, so I think you should definitely go there um, to get a bit more information. But, you know, I'm pretty deep into a pretty long podcast here. So I'm going to, uh, you know, pretty much again, just read through the, the top, the introduction to the Wikipedia page. Uh, make it make you aware that you can flick through or click through to the um, to the official website, and then I'm just going to go down and have a look at the conferences, because again, um, you know, in North America here, um, the tournament is being played in a conference format. So yeah, let's read through it. So the 2021 Major League Rugby season will be the fourth season of Major League Rugby, the professional rugby union competition sanctioned by USA Rugby. On September 22nd, 2020, the league announced that the regular season itself will begin on March 20, 2021. Two teams make their debut in 2021, the Dallas Jackals and the LA Glittinous. I'm not sure if I said that right, but you know, that's a crazy name, Glittinous, Glittinous. I don't know what the hell that is. Um, I have no idea what a Glatinus is. I'm sorry, I'm just going to reread that again. I think I've butchered the LA name, but it's a one that I'm probably going to have to listen to before I can say it correctly. Confusing. So, uh, two teams make their debut in 2021, the Dallas Jackals and the LA Glatinus. Glatinus. The season also marks the first team departure in the league's history. <clears throat> with the Colorado Raptors. So, yeah, that's a little bit unfortunate for the league because it obviously reduces... Um, I mean, they get two in, but they lose one, uh, and it now means <clears throat> that there are 12 teams from the United States and one team from Canada. Uh, and obviously they would have been hoping for, well, I guess, uh, 13 teams from the United States and one team from Canada uh, to give them uh, 14 teams rather than 13 teams. But, uh, yeah, let's have a look at it. Um, it's going to make it a little bit lopsided. And, again, I'm not exactly sure uh, how they're going to work out. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not sure exactly how they're going to work out um, a season here. Um, pretty much just says the regular season consists of 18 weeks with each team playing 16 matches uh, beginning on March 20th, 2021. So, you know, that's pretty healthy. That's pretty much a super rugby model right there. Um, you know, 18 weeks 
or 18 rounds, if you will, uh, in 16 games with, uh, like, say, two buys uh, in there. So, you know, that's, that's, a, good, that's a good healthy season, uh, and that's the regular season. So on top of that, no doubt, they're playing qualifiers slash quarterfinals plus semifinals finals. So it's probably, uh, you know, potentially like a 21-week season going on there, which is, you know, that's good. That's a good length. Um, probably something that I would say is, is very reasonable and, and something that the Japanese top league should be looking at after what we just looked at in the last part. Uh, yeah, a little bit of confusion there for me though is that, you know, obviously with 13 teams, with one team pulling out the Colorado team, uh, what was their name there? The Colorado Raptors, uh, basically pulling out slash, I don't know, going bankrupt or whatever, they're not in the competition. Um, that's obviously making it lopsided. So if we have a look at the Western Conference, we've got two, four, six, seven. Yeah, so we've got seven there. Uh, and in the Eastern Conference, they've got six teams in the Eastern Conference. So yeah, not quite sure how you get you know the 16 matches played when you've got you know lopsided conferences like that. Hopefully, uh, I've got a good friend who's left Taiwan and is actually back in America now, uh, based out of Austin, Texas, I believe. Uh, and Austin actually has uh, a team uh, in this uh, competition. So he has expressed some interest in doing a fairly regular kind of back and forth with me and this podcast. So hopefully he will be over the top of the competition format uh, by March. And hopefully we will have had you know one or two chats about Major League Rugby uh, before the season kicks off. So yeah, he should definitely be somebody that can upskill me a little bit uh, on this uh, competition. And again, uh, like I've said before, with uh, you know the Six Nations and with uh, the Japanese Top League, uh, if you're an American or a North American out there and you love your rugby uh, and you're very interested in the Major League Rugby, then, you know, hey, I'm a New Zealander, uh, you know, getting things done uh, in Asia and I've got this little podcast going and I would love for you to get in touch with me and, you know, tell me uh, how the competition works and, you know, who's, who's doing what, you know, who's making things move inside of the competition so yeah so again just to get back on track there the western conference has seven teams the eastern conference has six teams and that's your 13 teams in total so let's go through the clubs in the western conference first so we have the austin Gilgronis. so yeah uh, i think i'm gonna i apologized about my uh, japanese not being that great uh, for some of the uh, japanese corporate names uh, but I'm actually having some real difficulties with some of these uh, North American names as well. Uh, I had no idea before uh, about the LA team uh, and then the Austin Gilgronis. I believe they might be some kind of cattle or something, some sort of like bovine or something like that. Again, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong there. Uh, but yeah, definitely some interesting names. Uh, so yeah, sorry, back on track, getting sidetracked here. So Western Conference, seven teams. First one, Austin Gilgronis. Dallas Jackals, Houston Sabercats, LA Gulatinas, 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 San Diego Legion, Seattle Seawolves, and the Utah Warriors. Uh, so like I just said to you, obviously I'll be quite interested in how Austin goes, just because my friend is, uh, you know, has gone back from Taiwan, he's back and relocated with his family, uh, his lovely wife and daughter, uh, to back to Austin. Uh, and he will certainly be following that team uh, pretty strongly. So I will also be pretty interested in how they progress or how they go. Um, San Diego Legion uh, sort of stands out for me as a name as well. Um, I feel like I've, I've heard that name once or twice. Maybe they've had one or two good signings or sort of like, you know, marquee signings at the end of their career or something like that over one or two seasons. So... Yeah, uh, just for me, having a look again, I'm very ignorant of this um, competition and would love to be upskilled by anyone who has more knowledge than, than myself. Um, but, you know, I guess in that Western Conference, just for personal reasons, I'll be following the Austin Gilgronis uh, and I'll be following or perhaps a little bit interested uh, initially in the San Diego Legion because I just believe those are a couple of teams that I've, I've kind of got a little bit of, I've heard about them a little bit before, if you know what I mean. 
So let's move it on to the Eastern Conference um, and have a look there. So in the Eastern Conference, we've got the New England Free Jacks, the New Orleans Gold, Old Glory DC, Rugby United New York, uh, Rugby ATL, and the Toronto Arrows. So that is the Canadian team, the Toronto Arrows. So yeah, um, not too much for me to say there. Um, Rugby United? I feel like Rugby United New York. Uh, I think I might be involved or I might put this podcast into a Rugby United uh, group, if you know what I mean. So hopefully there's one or two Americans out there that from time to time click on this podcast or whatever. And if you've clicked on this one, uh, well then I'm giving you a little bit of a shout out there. So yeah, I think uh, you know one of my Facebook groups that I post, you know this, you know repost basically this podcast into uh, to get a little bit of traffic or audience. I believe it's a Rugby United, uh, you know group. So I'm pretty sure that would be based on this New York team. Uh, if I've got that wrong, I apologize, <clears throat> uh, but I have a feeling that that's what it's all about. Uh, if I have a look at the other teams there, I don't have too much going. Uh, I believe Old Glory DC might be quite, uh, again, no pun intended, quite an established or old team, if you know what I mean. Um, so, you know, they might have a fair amount of like history or pedigree to them, um, but I'm not too sure about the other teams there. So, yeah, it's going to be a pretty huge learning curve, uh, and it's, yeah. I'm definitely opening myself up to making many mistakes and saying many stupid things uh, about Major League Rugby, which I'm pretty damn ignorant of uh, as of January 2021. But again, just like the Japanese Top League, uh, it's another competition that I'm really interested in finding out more about and that I think will be um, will just grow in strength over the next, say, 5-10 years. Uh, you know, and touch wood, uh, if everything goes well in my life and, uh, you know, I keep my motivation up, who knows, this podcast might still be going in five, ten years from now, and uh, if it is, then I think having better, bigger knowledge um, of, you know, leagues like the Japanese Top League and Major League Rugby, I think it, the earlier you get involved, the earlier as a, you know, say New Zealander or, say, Tier 1 uh, nation supported that you follow these things and you understand them these uh, these setups these like basically emerging competitions the better it will be uh, you know for your rugby or like for your rugby knowledge in the future that's certainly what I'm thinking so yeah um, just to recap that 13 teams one team out which is the Colorado team which is a little bit sad uh, it gives you seven teams in the Western Conference uh, six teams in the Eastern Conference. I will be following the Austin Gilgronis uh, for my friend. Uh, a little bit of a personal interest there. I believe San Diego Legion have had one or two big names in the past, so I might be a little bit interested in them. Uh, and then in the Eastern Conference, uh, you know, shout out to Rugby United New York, um, who I think I have maybe a very loose association with. Uh, and even Old Glory DC, who I think might just be a very established, you know, traditional team in American rugby. So yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, not too much else to say there. Um, I think as time gets closer, uh, like I said, hopefully I'll be able to have one or two uh, interviews with my friend, uh, American friend back in Austin. Hopefully we can get that connection going uh, and he might be able to fill me in on a few of the details or a few more of the details uh, as to how Major League Rugby is going to work in 2021 uh, and beyond. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much it from me. Uh, thank you very much for listening if you did. Um, I put this into five parts. So there should have been kind of like a 2021 competition overview, which should be part one where I talked about the top league, Six Nations, Super Rugby AU, Super Rugby Aotearoa, Major League Rugby, and Super Rugby Trans-Tasman in that order of start. Uh, basically, you know, all those competitions getting underway uh, in the first six months of 2021, and I want to follow them on this podcast. Uh, then I basically, part two, I dedicated it to the three sort of Super Rugby competitions, Super Rugby AU, Super Rugby Aotearoa, and then Super Rugby Trans-Tasman. Uh, then I looked at the Six Nations up in Europe, uh, part three. Uh, then I looked at the Japanese Top League, part four. And then I just finished off here with uh, a quick squiz at Major League Rugby North America uh, for part five. Uh, 
so yeah, uh, hopefully you like that. Um, and really, it was just it's giving myself some clarity, giving myself like a bit of a target, a little bit of a goal, like sitting, like putting things out there and seeing, you know, how much I can deliver on it. Uh, but you know, hopefully you liked it as well. Uh, and if you did, then um, you know, please get in touch with me. Um, give me a like at my Facebook page. That would be awesome. So that's the Rugby Gods podcast. If you're on Facebook, just you know, search the Rugby Gods podcast should find a Facebook page and it's mine so please follow and or like and or uh, you know send me a message or give me a comment there that would be awesome um, yeah try my best to also get a little bit more involved uh, with Twitter uh, and with Reddit as well uh, but pretty much I just you know having some fun just trying to do this podcast once a week twice a week maybe sometimes put it out uh, onto my Facebook page, uh, repost it into a few groups from there, and then, you know, uh, it also gets picked up uh, from Anchor FM, and it gets put onto Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and a couple of other, uh, you know, podcast players, which is awesome, uh, and that's about all I do, so, you know, hopefully you can find it, hopefully you can subscribe, give it a like, give it a rating, whatever, just be positive, that'd be awesome. Uh, and yeah, I'm just going to pretty much sign off, sign out there. So, uh, thanks a lot for listening. Um, that's awesome. And yeah, I just hope you've had a good start to the year. Uh, whenever you're listening to this, like I said before, it's January 4th when I'm doing this. So, you know, good luck to your 2021. Uh, and I'll be trying to touch base pretty much on a weekly basis with the Rugby Gods podcast. So uh, with that, uh, I'll say mate wa. Uh, until next time, I'll see you later. Bye-bye.